What is up, folks? Welcome to In the Car with Bark. And it's me, Bark. And I'm back. And we're talking. And we're driving. And last night, LeBron James broke the all-time NBA scoring record. It won't be often that you hear me talk about sports on this uh, podcast. But, let's get that there. But, that was a big deal. I grew up, uh, should I say lucky enough or old enough I don't know I I grew up watching Michael Jordan and uh, he was the debate there's no clear cut answer in my opinion to the debate one could say after last night that LeBron James is the greatest of all time one could say that Um, I tend to lean towards James I really do because back then I feel like I feel like athletes were a little different back then. I feel like human evolution is a real thing. And I feel like we have evolved in certain ways. Uh, and in certain ways, we have not. <laughs> you know, uh, physically, physically for sure, I think we have evolved. Mentally, I'm not so sure we have evolved much, if any, at all. But, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, LeBron James was quoted yesterday as saying that he is the greatest basketball player of all time or that ever lived or something like that. And that does not sit well with me. Is he correct? Maybe. Maybe he is right. But that just does not sit well with me. Like you, LeBron used to be humble. When LeBron came into the league, he was humble. And I know he has these moments where he seems humble still, sometimes, not very often. But more often than not, he's just making a fool out of himself. Now, that's just my opinion. He's, the other night, whenever he got fouled on the final shot by the Celtics, like, he threw an absolute tantrum. And it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing to watch. And something about just the face, the way he's, stretches his face wide when he's upset like he's got this like worse than the crying Jordan face they need to do the crying LeBron maybe there is a crying LeBron face out there but it's bad it's really bad he uh I don't know he's just kind of cringy anymore which sucks because I've got a plaque of him from his first game I, I was a huge fan huge LeBron fan like Cavs all the way, still Cavs all the way. Uh, but I was a massive LeBron fan, and anymore, I'm just not, just just not more of a Luca guy these days. Luca, Luca's and Donovan Mitchell. Oh, Donovan Mitchell. But I'm glad LeBron broke the scoring record. Like I do think that he might be the greatest of all time. I hate that he said he was the greatest of all time. To me, there's a difference between having confidence and speaking confidence. Like, if he internally feels that way, that's great, you know. But to come right out and be like, I am the greatest player that ever... Uh, man, come on. I love... Like, I part of the reason I loved you was because you were humble. I'd take a drink break there. But he's not that humble. And uh, it 
I think it kind of sucks that the Lakers are not that great, and he broke the scoring record. So what what's going to keep him humble this year? That's I don't know. I don't know if anything's going to keep him humble this year. He just did, you know, he broke a thirty-some-year-old record that many thought were unbreakable. Many thought was unbreakable, but but I. I'm happy for him. I, I am. Like, there's still a part of me that is a LeBron James fan, but it has dwindled. But I'll always remember, you know, the Cavs years and the Heat years. I liked him, you know. I converted to a Heat fan, kind of. I, but I wanted the, you know, I was a Cavs fan, but they just weren't any good. So sometimes you, uh, you root for the next team and you're, I'm okay with lineup. And the Heat were, I always liked Dwayne Wade. So that, that worked out well. Anyways, so LeBron does that. Not much left for him to do, honestly. Play with his son for a year in the league and then retire. I don't know how I don't keep up with it enough to know when his son is going to end up in the league. But I guess we'll see. On to my next thing, Beyonce. I'm going to be straight up with you. I'm very biased about how I feel about Beyonce because I don't like pop, for one. Not a pop fan. Two, I have a great respect for artists who write their own lyrics, make their own music, or at least have a hand, and a big hand, in making their own music. Okay, let me get down to it. I don't I think Beyonce's massively overrated. I think Beyonce is massively overrated. The best thing that's ever been done by Beyonce in my opinion was Destiny's Child. I think Destiny's Child was amazing. I thought they were fantastic. And I really wish they'd have kept it together, honestly. I think that would have been really cool. Now granted, Beyonce wildly successful without Destiny's Child but I just I don't I don't get it man like I get that she has a catchy tune here and there but I I she has voice talent for sure I don't feel like she implements it into her music the way an Adele does or the way an Aaliyah did or even uh, what's Russell Wilson's wife her name I can't remember her name I used to listen to her too I actually really enjoyed her music anyways I'm not going to strain my brain trying to think of it but there's just there's a ton of other artists in that pop genre look at Whitney Houston Whitney Houston was a badass I don't look at Beyonce and think badass I think manufactured pop which I don't know anything about Whitney maybe Whitney was had very little to do with her music I don't know just being honest but with Beyonce it it just feels so manufactured and I'm glad she didn't win a Grammy I I don't like that Harry Styles won a Grammy I mean if anybody Kendrick Lamar should have won album of the year just my opinion Kendrick Lamar badass Beyonce I just think is I just 
to me, she's massively overrated. And I get so sick of all the people, namely the articles, constantly talking about Beyonce and how upset everyone is. Like, I don't think so. You know, like maybe, maybe they're upset online and on social media, but for all intents and purposes, no, no, the rest of us give a fuck. Really? Uh, the Grammys are kind of a shit show. If I was, if I was a famous musical artist, I don't think I'd even want to be involved. Like, I, I don't think I would, I don't know. Something about it just doesn't sit well with me. You had Grimes yesterday. Grimes is a, the musical artist. Listen, I, people get pissed at me every time I do this, but she's, the mother of Elon Elon Musk's children, a couple of them, the ones he might have something to do with, the rest of them he doesn't. Uh, but Grimes said that she wanted her, I think her producer nominated, and they didn't even give her the time of day. And she claims that you know if you weren't on the manufactured list of Grammy nominees, it seems like they have a they have a list. They always put in there, and then they let a few sneak in. They let a few squeak in, like oddball names, you know, like Turnstile. Turnstile, great band. They were nominated for a Grammy this year. They didn't win. I think Ozzy beat them. God bless, you know, Ozzy still doing it as old as he is. But I don't, I don't buy it. I don't like the way the Grammys operates. I don't, you know, I wouldn't want to be involved with it myself. But, like, see things like Beyonce, like, they're so overly concerned with her winning everything. And it's like, man, she's not. I, I don't even know. I know she had a hit off this Renaissance album, which Joe Budden called Trash. I don't like Joe Budden, but at that moment, I like Joe Budden. There's a hit off that album, and I, I couldn't tell you what it was or how it goes. I just couldn't. But yet most other artists like Miley Cyrus I know how flowers goes because that shit get that's like peanut butter on the brain it's stuck in there says Allison Chains and Kendrick Lamar I know all about that album that that was a big deal <clears throat> I know Beyonce's a big deal to the beehive people <clears throat> but I mean to me like the general consensus doesn't care about Beyonce Kendrick Lamar they do. I, I, you know, in my small neck of the woods, I know tons of people that love that Kendrick Lamar album. I know no one that's talked about Renaissance. Again, I know that that is a unfair comparison because of areas and, you know, location. But I just don't think Beyonce is all that in a bag of chips. And I don't think she... I, I really don't think if you took a worldwide poll, I don't think that she would be adored by as many as they make it seem on media. I just don't like it. Love me some Destiny's Child, though. Now, moving and shifting gears from music, I gotta say, even though I'm not a Hollywood person and I don't watch a lot of movies or popular things, I have a personal crush not in a physical way I have a crush on Pedro Pascal 
that guy has become my favorite actor out of nowhere. He's only been big for like a handful of years. Maybe five? Maybe less than? But Pedro Pascal is, is, is amazing. The uh, unbearable weight of massive talent or whatever that was called titles way too long. The Nicolas Cage movie where he plays Nicolas Cage, which was amazing by the way. Fantastic movie. Pedro Pascal was just lights out. The Mandalorian, Pedro Pascal, lights out. SNL, even with the mess ups which make which are more endearing, lights out. I just love Pedro Pascal. I, I he is awesome. And uh Oscar Isaac, who was uh who's been pictured with him and I don't even know what the connection is right now. I haven't really looked. But they were together on a photo shoot. And I love Oscar Isaac. There you go, Star Wars connection. Oscar Isaac, uh, was that Rogue One? Can't remember exactly what he was in. No, it was the new ones. It was the new trilogy. But Pedro Pascal is, is my dude. Like, I officially want to watch everything he's in. And I just, there's like a sense of believability that he is a solid, normal fella who's really, just really doing well. And I'm very happy for him. The Mario Kart SNL clip is one of the funniest things. That was not funny. It wasn't funny. It didn't make me laugh out loud that much. It was just great. It was just really fun and really good. If SNL ends, like, I feel like that's another shot to the heart for Hollywood. Because where are they going to put their stars if SNL ends? Because not, I mean, SNL, even if its viewership isn't massive, which I don't know if it is, but I feel like it's just kind of downhill. It's still a massive platform for celebrities. I mean, how many times you host SNL is almost equivalent to how many Grammys or Emmys or whatever the fuck he's Oscars. Man, I hate all that shit. I really do hate all that shit. It's really goofy. But SNL's a big deal. I do feel like that would be a shot in the heart for Hollywood for sure. That's another thing they don't have. I'm cool with that. Kind of hate the glorification of the celebrity. Leonardo DiCaprio. You sick motherfucker. You sick motherfucker. You are 48 years old and you are dating a teen. I don't care if she's legal or not. I don't care what constitutes legal. Like 18, 19, fucking kid. That is a kid. That is a kid. I. It's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. It's it's gross. You are almost 30 years older than this girl. And she's a girl. If she was 30 and you're 60, whatever. Fucking more power to both of you. You, you gross fucks. But she's 19. And she looks 19. She looks every bit of 19. She barely looks 19. Leo is 48. I think it's fucked up. I just don't, I don't, I just, it's like the, it's the cringe one right now. Like there's a lot of cringe ones that happen, but that one's the cringiest. 
She is 19 years old. 19. For reference, there's a picture of Pedro Pascal and the uh, actress from The Last of Us, who is 19. And Pedro Pascal, I think, is 48. It said they were the same age. It was probably wrong. But you look at them and there's like he's holding her like a daughter he had his like head like you just there's an innocence there leo now he's gonna fuck you he's gonna fuck you if you're 19 because he is fucked up sorry he's fucked up leo's gross it, it's gross man i don't like it my android auto is telling me that duncan as in duncan donuts is an hour and a half away Android Auto, I haven't been there for weeks, and there's none in my area. Duncan. So I, I was recording, and I had to abruptly stop and then, you know, pick up on a different day. And I almost nailed it. I think I was wearing a purple shirt in the first half of this video. But, uh, now, but, uh, but, uh, now it's kind of obvious that I, uh, that I, that I did the same thing, but it's different day, different video. I think one was like after work, one was before. But anyways, let's talk about Sam Smith, man. I was just talking to my wife about this last night. And it's a it's a tricky situation, the whole Sam Smith thing. I like to talk about shit that's plastered on the internet sometimes. Sam Smith, uh, and then but, you know, more conspiracy stuff here in a minute. The Ohio train explosion stuff. But Sam Smith, I don't really know anything about Sam Smith. I just know that they are a singer and they don the satanic man it's so silly like red suit red hat with devil horns and of course you know everyone's in an uproar there's literally real satanic metal bands performing across the country every day but we're mad about a guy with a top hat with some horns on it now let me also say, you know, this is that that was that was no big deal to me. That was whatever. I don't care about all this shit anyways, but it is fun to talk about. But then they donned the rubber latex inflatable suit, which has sparked so many memes. Darth Vader, uh oh god, what else? There was Batman I, <laughs> there was a Batman with, with Sam Smith with a Batman mask on to match his latex blown up outfit here's my thoughts on that uh one you know you you do you you do whatever you want to do do you always do you now that being said that outfit was something that was something different that was something special i i do believe that they are trolling i don't know if you want to say right-wing media or toxic males or just non-intelligent you know just people that are like you can't do that people that try to control everything there's no control they want to wear that they can wear that but it is it, it was really something my my thing is if sam smith is trolling people by wearing that that's a little that's a little silly it's like a little much, you know, it's when you see trolls on the internet and don't get me wrong, I'm almost 
trolling by doing this podcast, but I'm just getting my thoughts out, just like people on the internet are. I'm not helping my case any at all. But, you know, you see people trolling hardcore on the Twitter and the Book of Face, and it's it's kind of cringy. And I, and I think that about Sam Smith. Like, you know, the, at, at a certain point, it's like, it's attention-seeking, and I don't love attention-seekers. I mean, I love everybody, but I don't enjoy attention-seekers' methods and their ways. So I saw the latex blow-up thing, and I was like, this is this is getting, like, you know... If that's, if that's what you love, Sam Smith, you do what you love. Uh, I... I tend to side with the pushing the envelope. And that, that's what that's what famous musicians do. They push the envelope. They, you know, and it, and it does get them more famous. I think about Miley Cyrus whenever she was dancing with that guy. What the hell is his name? I cannot remember for the life of me. He was in like the zebra suit though, in the referee type thing, but you know, it was real provocative and such. And he's like 40 and she's like 20. Maybe not at the time. But you know, that that gave Miley Cyrus's career a boost from the controversy. Like, the attention is what gives, gives the boost. So Sam Smith... I never would have talked about Sam Smith before. Honestly, I don't know what, what Sam Smith sings. I don't know what music... Sam Smith creates. I know nothing. I'm sure I'd know it if I heard it. But, you know, that's that's a genre that I don't really live in. So, Sam Smith's name is in my mouth because Sam Smith is pushing the envelope. They say all publicity is good publicity, so there you go. Sam Smith just making a, a bigger household name for themselves. That, that's that. You do you. I, I think it's a bit cringy, but you do you. Not the only thing that's cringy about it to me is the attention seeking just to be clear I'm going to switch gears now to something I experienced over the weekend and you know this this is not a bad thing it's going to sound bad when I talk about it but it's not a bad thing I had a couple people reach out to me that I have not talked to in a long time Uh, people that are people that I have always considered to be friends of mine but the whole friend is a strong word thing. The acquaintances from another episode. I There are exceptions. There's like the lifelong friends. Or the ones that have a deep connection to your past. I'll always label those as friends. You know, people that have been true friends. And maybe time just changes things. Because time does that. It's a cruel bitch. But I had two people reach out to me that I haven't talked to in a really long time. And one, co- what you know what, three, three people that I'm very disconnected from that I had experiences with this weekend, two of which were good and one of which was not. And when I say not, I don't mean that it was like a bad experience. Like it was just two of them. I came away saying, oh, that was nice. You know, that was nice to catch up. And one, it was like, you know, uh, just let it go, Elsa let it go and that's a I, I don't have many intentions to just keep talking to said people because they're a part of my past time has made us grow apart and it's not in a bad way and it's not in a negative 
they did something wrong way. It's just time. It's just what time does. People change. I'm not the same person I was when I was friends with these three people. And again, two of them, it was nice to catch up. One of them, it was like, you ever have that friend that likes to blame you passive aggressively for your lack of involvement with each other over the past how many years? Like this person, it's been legit currently nine years. Nine years since I tried to open the gate back up for involvement with each other, like friendship. And it was a solid six or seven or eight years before that. There was another time gap. So we're talking like 15, 16, 17 years total. That's a long time. That's a lot of change. But see, some people just don't don't change at all. And this person I don't think has changed at all. And I think this person has realized, like, because... I'm in this boat too. We all lose our, you know, we all lose friends. We all lose connections. And at some point you sit down and you're like, I have none left. Like I've aged out of all my connections, which is a real thing. Don't blame it on yourself. Don't be mad at you. Don't be mad at them. It's just time. Time changes everything. But I've sat down before and been like, I literally have no friends. Like, that I talk to on a daily basis, some of the, you know, that I hang out with and I don't really need them. Not I do, but like, I, I don't like being scheduled. I don't like being scheduled to hang out with people. I, life's busy. Shit's crazy, man. The ones where you can pick up where you left off, like two of the three that I spoke to this weekend, that's good stuff. You know, I, I like that. And whether that continues or it doesn't, it doesn't matter. If I talk to those people in five more years and we pick up where we left off, that's awesome. Uh, but sometimes you just have to let go. You just got to let go. Like one person, I don't have much of a desire to talk to or hang out with. And that's that has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that we're different people. And we were different people back then. I was just, when you're young, like I've said before, I'm a repetitive person you know, you, it's all about having fun and having a good time. As you get older, for me, it's not about just having fun and having a good time. It's, you know, there's a lot of life goals. There's children, there's, you know, doing things to set yourself up for your next enjoyment phase. It's almost like from, let's go 14 years old to 25, 30 years old. We'll go 25, 14 to 25, just a generalization. 14 to 25 for me was a having a good time phase. Growing up, finding myself, having a good time. 25 to, we'll go 55. 25 to 55, setting up your life, setting up everything and then being able to go back to enjoying the selfish phase 14 to 25 selfish phase all about you 25 to 50 55 you know it's about it's bigger than you it's family it's career which i hate that part but it's family and setting up your next phase of selfishness 
you know, get your kids raised, make them, you know, help, help mold them into good people, get your financial life secured, you know, build a home for yourself, build a life for yourself, find happiness, and then 50-55, empty nested, you and your significant other, hopefully, or just you, and enjoying the the twenty the, the next ten or twenty year phase of just selfishness. It's about you. It's about, you know, with other people sprinkled in. But, you know, this this middle phase, middle phase, middle age, fuck yeah. Is um you know, it, it's what separates the old life from the new and future life, in my opinion. And I've I'm very stubborn about what I want from all this, this whole life, you know, I want to see my kids grow up and I want to put my happiness along with theirs above everything else. So like going back, dipping back into the past to hang out with people that didn't carry over into the middle phase just doesn't make any sense to me. Now, granted, sometimes that happens and it works out. I've got another friend I talk to almost every day and we didn't reconnect until we went to a concert together recently. But we don't schedule to hang out. And if I don't hear from from him in like a week to two weeks to three weeks to four, it doesn't matter what amount of time. I, it's nothing. It's no big deal. I'm not sitting on the sideline like, what did I do? Did I make him mad? Do they not like me anymore? No, I mean, I don't give a fuck. You know, you shouldn't give a fuck. You should just pick up where you left off and not analyze why you're not talking to someone or why someone's not talking to you keep living live on man live on just everything either cycles back around or it doesn't keep living my message for the day keep on living alright I'm not gonna you know I've got half an episode in the bank I'll just splice this together with that drink my kickstart which matches my shirt look at that i do love purple just so you know big fan of purple big fan of mountain dew kickstarts which are not energy drinks they're breakfast drinks peace out